All right, this is the Quora question of the day, and it goes as follows. What is the craziest thing that you have ever said to your boss? I would love to hear your answers to that question. Uh, my answer to the question is coming up next, but please call into the show. I'd love to hear your answer to the question from Quora. What is the craziest thing that you have ever said to your boss? All right, so this was my approach to the Quora question of the day is that uh, my boss actually is my wife, like literally, truly, in every sense of the word. Um, we're business partners, but I will be the first to tell you that uh, uh, I, <laughs> I am very deferential to my wife. So my answer to the Quora question of the day, what is the craziest thing you've ever said to your wife? Um, I wrote that, uh, the answer to that on Quora, and I, and, and I try to show all my best answers on Quora to my wife anyway to try and get a, get a laugh out of her. And so my response was, uh, you're hot, let's have a baby together. And then I proceeded to explain that my wife is my boss. But if you've got a great question to that, if you've said something really crazy to your boss at some point, I'd love to hear your answer to that question. And if you haven't already, I would recommend checking out Quora, Q-U-O-R-A, it is a fantastic app um, and social network that's really based on um, being helpful, answering questions, and uh, a lot of great creative writing. There's some fantastic writers on there. There's also a lot of like really well-known um, uh, professors, celebrities, um, you know, all sorts of you know. There's astronauts, actors and actresses, you name it. Um, there's some NBA general managers on Quora. Um, and so it's a little bit like, if you imagine, it's the, op it's the opposite of Twitter. It's more long form, and, uh, and the whole idea is to create kind of like a database of, of context behind uh, some of the answers that you might just search for on Google. So check it out, Quora.com. Hello, is this Daisy Lynham? Yes, it is, Daisy Lanham. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today on the Arthur Murray Live podcast. I am your host, Chris Lanham, and I am also your husband, Chris Lanham. Mm. So it's like I'm sleeping with a host? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, one thing uh, I think that for anybody that's listening, why don't you tell everybody a quick summary of your Arthur Murray story. Well, my Arthur Murray journey started as a student in the Hayward location. My girlfriend was taking lessons with uh, someone named Alfredo, I believe his name was, and he he started teaching outside of his house. And she said, "If you want to learn, you should go to go to Arthur Murray." So I went there and. And that's how I started, and then I asked to be a teacher like three or four times, and and that wasn't happening, and, and then finally I got in, and they had me part-time, and I just kept showing up full-time. <laughs> so that's how my career started. Okay, and so uh, from there, uh, what was the chain of events that led to you uh, becoming an Arthur Marie owner in Hayward? Um, well, I just, gosh, in just a few few minutes, I mean, that was, well, in a nutshell, I worked 
we developed the school, built it up, and um, the owner at the time owned multiple schools, and so he decided that it was time for him to retire and go fishing, and and so um, so I didn't want the school because I wanted to teach and compete, and you you convinced me like, hey, let's do it, and that's how I became the owner. It basically was gifted to me with some other contingencies, but... Okay, now, you don't have to get into specifics of, like, the what was in the bank account, but we know it was, like, a really... Enough to cover one week's payroll <laughs> <laughs> and, and pay the back rent of two months. That was my entire money. And so what advice would you give to someone else that maybe is in a similar situation where they have the opportunity to make that kind of scary leap would you would would you give your you know give that give the advice to go for it or how would how would you want them to proceed um you know it it, it seems like i would say go yes go for it but it really would depend on the person because i think that what was unique with my situation is there was me and then there was you coming from, you know, a group one school and our work ethic was like extraordinary and my my education and your education combined brought to this business is what really made it excel. And then in that day and age it was a little different as far as marketing and, and advertising and how people found us. Um so I would say yes, go for it but with with the understanding that it needs to be a 24-7, you have to be all in. You can't be in with an um, exit strategy. And and that was the big difference. You know, it, it was an incredible opportunity, but it was more incredible that we were able to do something with that opportunity. So many people get opportunities like that. They just, they just don't, don't run full force with it. So you mentioned the word exit strategy, and I think that's kind of like a new sort of current, like by the book business, not cliche, but it's it's like one of those standard practice things that I think some people really believe in, and some people, you know, are those purebred entrepreneurs and they they see no way out. So what's your take on exit strategy? Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I've heard it thrown around. I think it is a, a, a mistake to go into a new business with an exit strategy. And I think it's um, 100% a mistake to be constructing an exit strategy when you're unsuccessful. <laughs> it, you, you know, and, and the reason is, is because it's, it's coming from the wrong place. Um, you know, if it's like a retirement plan, but you can't, you can't try to sell or exercise an unsuccessful business. Who wants that? And who wants to take that on? And then if you want to exit the business and also get money for it, that's, that's not going to work. So I don't believe in exit strategies. I believe in, in what is the word? I, you know, I, I think I believe in change in opportunity. Um, and so even if we were to to exit our businesses in the way that they are, we would never we would never just exit and dump. 
you know, because you would still need to be involved to make sure it was successful. Just like one of our students sold his billion dollar company, but it was with the contingency that he trains and develops for like five years with the company so that the business is successful. I think where people are coming from with this, you know, I need to have an exit strategy sounds really cool to justify your business not doing well or not expanding the fear behind that. So it's a great, it's a great uh, cover up. Yeah. So I don't believe in exit strategy. <laughs> no retreat, no surrender. Exactly. Okay, so um, what do you think uh, you would be doing if you didn't get involved with Arthur Ring? I would be probably running my own accounting firm. Cool. Yeah. And um, and so do you think, uh, how do you feel like your... Um, your business story has evolved like did you know once once that came to fruition and you took over the Hayward studio how has that kind of gone according to plan are you do you feel like you're ticking off boxes that are expected or you know what were some of the you know has it gone according to plan do you think I do think that the plan that was meant for me, I am doing. I think the plan that I thought I had in my head, um, it became really clear that that wasn't my path when I was, you know, sitting at a desk auditing and, and doing these tax returns and stuff. And, and I realized it just, it just felt empty. You know, I loved the work, but I didn't love the environment and the lack of connection. So it was. I was able to find you know, satisfaction in that area once as I was um, within the studio, you know, and, and it's really benefited me because the way I, I see everything is in percentages and, you know, it's like the, the matrix of our business is running in my head all the time and it's fascinating and exciting to me and, and so... I think I think I'm checking boxes off mostly this year um, with the, with the purchase of the building that we're working on. Um, that has always been a thing for me. But I think to answer your question is, is I think all my boxes have been checked. You know, on what I wanted to get out of combining my love for 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 numbers and and working that and sculpting business that way with my love for people and making a difference so cool so I, was on the, I thought I was on the right track but I ended up you know definitely shifting once I said I'm going to be a dance teacher <laughs> so. yeah okay and um, so a lot of the, the stuff that we talk about on this podcast has to do with you know combining the world of like the digital funnel with like brick and mortar business and so what's your take on on brick and mortar like physical locations and what a part like what what kind of role that digital plays in that these days from like where it was before well before we would I would sit down and and meet with the newspaper rep and design an ad and it cost me two grand a week or something silly and then we put a quarter inch and it was like this personal relationship that you had with your ad rep 
it took a lot to, to really generate business, so you appreciated it. Um, I think the digital world is awesome and underutilized for our industry, but it's it's incredible. Like I, I studied business administration and advertising as a minor, but I feel like I learned nothing about advertising because it totally changed with what everything was um, and still is. And so, so it's exciting. I think once it's embraced, and I think it's, it's um, any business that doesn't embrace the digital world or Facebook and Instagram and all of that. Is um is really missing out on this amazing platform. Cool. Well, thank you for being our first interview on this podcast via Anchor. And do you know what our Anchor URL is? It's pretty good. You could be dancing. No, it's Anchor.fm/live. Cool. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. yeah. So um want to thank Anchor, and we also want to thank Dave Glenn for being our guest on anchor.fm slash live. This is the Arthur Murray Live podcast, and I am your host, Chris Lynham, meeting with my business partner, wife, and dance partner, Daisy Lynham. Thank you so much for being our host and taking this time out of your busy, your busy lunch to do this interview. Thank you for having me. Anytime.